the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. Welcome back to the Swoosh Life Podcast. Here we are. It's time for the holiday special. So let's talk Nike and kicks. And I I had it going and then I messed it up. Oh, you did. Back. Oh, that was good. I just ran with Nike Golf. Holiday Nike golf episode. We are back. We're doing the holiday episode today. This is a one-off. This is a specialty. Trying something new. We're on our new platform, StreamYard, which is what we will be coming to you guys live next year from on youtube and um on our normal podcast so uh we're trying it out this is our beta testing but boys welcome back welcome to december welcome to the holiday season uh how you been keith i know you got some news baby number two is here boys yeah baby girl number two I'm, uh, very nice Congratulations. I'm surrounded by women in my house go flat go flat Congratulations. Yeah, everything went great. Um, born on seven. What, what, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what month it is. Anything. Oh, you know, I, I had to dust off the the uh, mic today. I had to dust off everything. The iMac. But now we had a baby girl born on um, December tenth at seven fifteen in the morning. Beautiful head of hair, just like Matt's. <laughs> But uh, no, everything's good here at home. Um, so pumped up to see T Dub play. Um, I had an itch before this past weekend. I got an itch really bad, and I want to get on a plane flight and go down to Florida really bad. So we are all rocking Sunday red today, boys, and we look amazing. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got Matt in the mock turtleneck. But we Matt hooked us up with matching Tiger Wood red sweaters found them on sale as he does and we all have them now so watch out we're 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 rocking i'm trying to remember we did a fall recap and it's saying 10 10 was when we last did it is that has it been that long it has been that long did i did i not have my kid by then too because i have a kid now as well I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was just right. before. I feel like it was just before. Right before. We've been begging, we've been begging y'all to do this. Or yeah, 10, 12, this. 10, 12, mine was born. So I'm, I am thoroughly confused on what has happened since the season two fall recap. But we are back, Matt. How are you? You're hanging in there. You're doing well? I'm doing good. And I should have worn my matching red sweater because I think after everybody seeing Tiger do the sweater flip, you know, he kind of puts it on. He I know. I didn't even know that that was a thing. That was crazy. No, no, this is Doing new. This is new to me. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've done it unconsciously because you know, me and Tiger simpatico. That's what I'm going to claim. But that's it. We got to re- recreate it next time or when we ever golf together for the first time. Because now that you guys are dads, you'll find that it's very hard to get out. <laughs> but yeah. with that, I think it's the perfect time for us to just jump into. We're gonna react to the match. After this first topic, we're going to react to a bunch of stuff, you know, looking forward to the future. Nike's dropping some new stuff on Nike.com. So we're actually going to start talking about stuff because official images have leaked. But I want to talk about the PNC, father's son, right? So three dads now, PNC watching it. I agree with you, Keith. I got a crazy bug watching it just for half a second. And then I remember I still have a cracked ribs. I got about three weeks to go before I can swing or anything like that. So that's going to be my excuse for why my next season is awful. Cause I'll have no off season training at all. 
But PNC reaction, I want to take you guys through a couple. Those of you who have been replying to our uh, Instagram stories, I always love shouting you guys out. So PNC reaction real quick. Um, Ryan Mullen one threw it out there. We're just going to say it from the get-go. You know, we'll mention it. And if you guys want to talk about it, we'll go to, we'll go to, we'll go to Mr. Gumby first. Because <laughs> I think Keith already got an opinion. But Ryan Mullen said, I hate to say it, but Tiger and Charlie will be in foot joys. And he was right. He was right about the match. He was right about PNC. Um, how do you guys feel watching the PNC? What's your reaction? First of all, do you love CNC dub PNC reaction? We don't have to talk about the foot joy situation if we don't want to. I don't, I don't know ahead. if I will. I think that the only thing I'll say about it, they're too big for his feet. They're too heavy. And we saw Charlie <laughs> with his ankle problem and taken after dad by limping around. Um, and I hope, I hope he's good. <laughs> like I think it's just growing pains, like Tiger said. But um, too big for his feet. Uh, other than that, man, oh man, like I'm excited for fatherhood now. If that's just going to become like what my daughter becomes is just a mini me because it's uncanny the mannerisms that these two have together. Like I, it, it's, it's just wild. Even the way that he talks in the press conference, like seeing him actually do a press conference for the first time was, was real interesting. But uh, it's so cool to see, like, the way he recoils on one leg. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I can't believe it, man. Like, it's it's crazy. So uh, it's really cool to see. PNC is a great little tournament. Um, nice little hit and giggle, as Tiger would say, and as we might coin for future things. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to, to see him out there playing. I know there was a lot of buzz. Well, on that first day, not day two, not day two, they fell off. But first day, a lot of people saying Tiger can win again. And I, I, the ball speed's there, all that's up there. Like, you never know. He gets into the right footwear. Might be over, boys. Might be over. So, you got that right. Keep your thoughts. Yeah. There was a lot of limping going around, and it just wasn't Charlie and Tiger. Daly was limping. The Wolf. Two times I show, I love watching the PNC because I get to see Duvall, and he was limping around too. And it was just like, what is going on? These guys are getting old. But Tiger, going back to Tiger and Charlie, it was I watched every shot of. I had to like I got the itch to play even more after watching Tiger on on Saturday, and he looked good. The swing looked good. He looked balanced. Um, what about the one time Charlie stopped his swing? Yeah. Like something happened, and he just stopped. Like stop like, a swing, and then that was when he fell over. Yeah, correct? right after like, right. He like stopped his swing, and then he hit it, and that's when he fell over. It's just crazy how he even he fell over the same way as Tiger did. I think, at Tory? Not, yeah, I think at Tory in a way, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was. It's just crazy to see like father like son. You know, I was I was chirping the the two boys a little bit, and talking to you guys about it, you know, talking about Charlie and Tiger being, you know, one and one. It was – but you know what? Tiger go, looks good. I think he's going to win again. You know, I think he's going to – I know he's he's hinted that he's already going to play the four majors, but he's going to play maybe a couple more too just to get tuned up, see if he can walk. I hope he can walk. And I'm not going to say anything about what he wore on his feet. Yeah. So. I was, you know, the thing about, you know, you watch the match and you watch that, you're super excited for next year, right? And, and the thing that reminded me that Tiger is Tiger and will always be Tiger 
is that I've been calling that polo that he wore throughout this. I've been calling it the 2K polo because he wore the red version in his um, yeah. 2K commercial, right? Yep. So they wear the red one. I think it was the pink one and then the white one, right? They wore it. And there's something about when I see Tiger in a polo, my interest in that piece goes up a thousand percent. So now, like, if I see one of those colors at the outlet, like, definitely going to pick that thing up. And it piques my interest for sure. It looked a, it looked a lot better than on on than it did like just in the storefront of on on ndc like i like i think i saw some maybe it was yuki or someone but i thought i saw someone was like on saturday it was like that polo looks a lot better than i thought it did like that pink that colorway like that was it was nice so um and i love those kind of pattern polos when you put them underneath sweaters or underneath quarter zips because then the yeah. pattern really pops it like you know and they were wearing sweaters so quick on that off, and this is going to be around the horn style, everyone. So if you if we're flying through these topics, remember, we haven't gotten together since October. Yeah, this we're going is, to be going to rapid fire. You might need to buckle up, all our listeners out there. This is going to be <laughs> – we're just going to go tonight. You better – there will be one break, maybe two, but you just better hold on for the ride because it's going to be a good one. And and I told Ryan, I saw him at the basketball games. I've seen Ryan now in person a couple times. Um, and see him at the basketball, women's basketball game out supporting Cuse. Uh, it's like, we got one coming and it's, and it's going to be a doozy. So, uh, okay, number one fan cool. is, is so no rush. I hope all the rest of you guys are prepped as well out there. So related. So we're going to kind of go like on course, off course topics. We're going to go back and forth a little bit. So here's the off course news that happened during the week that I think relates back to golf. And that news is that the NBA debuted the new MVP trophy, which is named after Michael Jordan. It is 23.6 inches tall. It weighs 23.6 ounces related to his number, the six championships. I believe there's five sides to the base because of his five MVPs. The question I posed on Instagram was, Michael Jordan now has a trophy named after, even though Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has more MVPs, but who cares about that? Anyways, uh, the question was, would you name a trophy after Tiger Woods? And which trophy would you name after Tiger? So I'll give you... A uh, couple, uh, the golf groove, our guy, he said that the tour championship trophy should be the Tiger Woods trophy. Uh, I think that's a pretty good one. And then um, at 71 Dark Knight just said, whatever trophy it is, it better be a fist pump. Like that should be the pose. Because uh, mm -hmm. people work kind of hard on the Michael Jordan trophy. Um, Michael specifically said, I don't want it to look like me. So it's just like this faceless per thing reaching up for an orb of some kind. So... What kind of trophy would you guys, you guys agree, should it be the fist pump pose? What what pose would you choose? And what award would you choose? I I don't know if it needs to be the fist pump, but I think that's iconic. I think a putter raise would be real like nice. Charlie did? Yeah, like, or the um, the Masters, like, putter raise, like, arms up kind of one mm. would be really good, too. Uh, that would be nice. But now I'm thinking, like, how could we get 83, 14, or whatever he ends with um, in there, like 84. So could it be like 84? Um, I don't know how, how heavy 84 ounces is, you know? Is that? I think it's heavy. I think that's like six. <laughs> to, that's probably like close to like seven to six pounds or something like that. Um, you know, 14 stones in it or something like that like you could do or like i i love i love coming up with those 
details for, that they do for like a championship ring, right? Yeah. So when you when a championship team does a ring, all that stuff. I wish they gave out rings for golf. Like they give out trophies, but like championship ring for the tour championship, like however many times you won or whatever the point, like however many points you got is how many stones you have or something like that. Like that could be like really cool that like, but again, it's only one person. It's not like a full team or Ryder cup or president's cup could do rings. That would be really cool too. And to see it out. So um, I do think it should be tiger, but I know there's, there's, there's a Ben Hogan award, right? Like what's that one for? That's best player every year. Best scoring or. Yeah, and then there's and then is there a Nicholas Award as well? I think so. I, think, I don't know. Yeah. As long as there's no Faldo Award, I'm okay. I think there's a Nicholas Award because I remember Rory winning it as like Player of the Year, I think, and then meeting and having lunch with Jack. So hmm. I think that there will be something that comes along in the future when Tiger does eventually hang it up. But I don't think that's going to be for a while, <laughs> you know. Yeah, kind of I mean, for marketing purposes, that's some some of the things that the NBA people said, like, "Oh, you named the award after somebody who's probably a little bit younger, so that they actually have to show up and present it, so that people will tune in, make sure that they show up." And, and golf does have a lot of uh, awards named after people who are a little longer in the tooth, right? So maybe it's a, it would be another way to integrate yeah. Keith. I mean, I, not many people are going to know Hogan anymore. Unfortunately, right. I think there's obviously history to it, but um, but I don't know if that I don't even know if Jack resonates as much with people. I'm sure he still does. I'm sure there's still like parents and stuff, you know, but um, yeah, I'm looking at a couple of them. There's like PGA, PGA player of the year, PGA player of the year again, rookie of the year, the Varden trophy, the Byron Nelson, the Arnold Palmer award. Payne Stewart Award and Comeback Player of the Year. That's just like some of the ones that are off the top of the PGA Tour. But like with Tiger, I definitely like a year end. Like the FedEx Cup could be like a Tiger Trophy. Like like our like our followers or the people that posted on our story that it could be the Tour Championship. You know, and I'm not too big on the fist pump. I do like a simple like putter raise or something that really. Definitely something that resembles Tiger, of course, but it doesn't need to be like the double fist pump or the big fist pump or anything like that. Something yeah. clean and cut. Look, yeah, I think, and I think like Tiger is is in the MJ sense too that he wouldn't want it to be about himself. Like he would be more of like you can recognize it as eighty four and fifteen or whatever he gets to, um, and it can be named after me but i you don't want it to like look like me i want it to be like something that is just symbolic to a putter you know or, or sorry not a putter but like a golfer you know what would you I do think, what would i do i would take an actual i would make a actual tiger fighting a shark out of the water that's what i would do little nod to exactly who needs to go <laughs> Oh, that's, that's the, I, I think that's the one. Uh, the Tour Protector Award. Uh, he who protects the tour the best gets the the Tiger Protection Award. Is that what I would do? Um, the, tiger, yeah. the Tiger could have 15 stripes for his 15 majors so yeah, far. Tell me, I had to correct you on your 14. 
You, had, you said 14. I, I said 15 the second time, by oh, the way. Okay. I did say I'll 15 rewind the, the tape on that one. I did 84, 15 the next time. Um, no, <laughs> is it 84 I mean, wins or 83? He's at 83. 84 would break the record, which is right, why right. I said I've got, yeah. it's going to happen. Because yeah. you're predicting. You're manifesting for yeah. the Tiger. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, it's really fun to, like, to, to see what can happen. They do have a Tiger um, trophy for the hero. Which I think is one of the better ones as well. So um, yeah, or maybe this trophy is just the mat, the new match trophy because he's one of the stars of the match. And so segue, segue. Here, uh, match reaction. Uh, we had the match a couple weeks or two weeks ago now. Twelve holes. I don't know if it was enough. I don't know, but I I do tend to think that viewership falls off late. So twelve holes. Rory and Tiger versus JT and Spieth. Um, TNT pre-broadcast stuff on Bleacher Report, all of that stuff, and then getting out to the action, uh, mic'd up, special carts, all of that stuff. Uh, gents, what was your reaction to the match um, this year, um, and where do you think they kind of go um, with it? Where do you think they go from here with the match? I've got a couple of reactions that I'll read off real quickly. Um, at Cookie, four O's, three K's, two I's, three E's. At Cookie, cool, but it's better with pros from other sports. Hearing Phil talk golf was always the best part. I hate to say that I agree with this. I, I especially agree with the pros from other sports. Like I think when they did the four quarterbacks together, that was brutal. I had zero interest. Um, Mostly because those guys are better looking than me. They're more athletic. They're richer than me. And they're way better at golf than me. I don't, I, I'd like to see them humbled by playing next to a tour pro. Like that's the kind of thing that I, that gets me going. Um, at be well underscore 19. No, nope, don't even say it. I already know it. Don't say it. Come on. At T Sloan 23, our guy roars will carry the team off the tee. Uh, I'm a big Wars fan. So I was with him on that at T Sloan 23, but then tiger hits that crazy rope hook. Off the thing, solid for six holes, but they'll fade if he has to walk. All comes down to wedges and puttings. Um, and then we'll talk about Rory debuting the shoulder swoosh after yeah. that. So that'll be our off-the-course topic. Oh, so what I think of the match, I personally love it when they're matched up with another person from another sport. I think Charles Barkley talking smack to them and them going back and forth. It's it, like, I agree. They, they keep it kind of PG, so it gets a little bland, right? But I could just imagine when these guys are off the mic and they can swear and really get after each other, like the camaraderie that really happens. Because we all know your best friends are your worst critics and all that good stuff. Uh, that's that's the thing I was looking for. Personally, like Justin, like Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth talking crap to Rory and Tiger like doesn't mean much to me because we're talking four majors. Yeah, like, they, they both total Rory. They both total Rory, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, right? And let alone Big Cat out there. So it was just – I think it was great to see him play. I've always said 13 holes is the ideal length of golf personally for everybody, whether it's on TV or whether it's us, like, playing. Because I fade. I fade really hard in that last hour and a half of golfing. So, yeah, under the lights, I do like the primetime aspect of it. That was but, cool. Uh, that was yeah, cool. that's kind of cool. I think that's the right time because when they play these kind of late in the day or – Go West Coast, like the one that they did with um, it was Bryson, Aaron Rodgers, Phil, and Tom Brady, and it was in that crazy course in Montana. Like we'll never see a PGA Tour event, but that that course was unbelievable. Yeah, like that was the other thing. The course when the course is lit up prime time like that, 
I don't think it really sells how beautiful the course is. Like I can only hear them talk about how amazing the greens are for so long. Take take it to a really exotic, unique golf course that we would never see, and then uh, add the pros in it. And then I, the thing I was disappointed in, I think Lexi and Nelly were supposed to be part of it also. Like, okay. I think we've said this before about the match. I'd love for the match to almost be Ryder Cup style. Like, throw some matches out there. And it doesn't have to be, like, 14 singles, but, like, two-on-two two and have these guys mic'd up. But be able to go back and forth to a ladies' mixed match or a full ladies' match and then go to the main guys. That's just my thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you can do three – you do six, six people – so 12 people total and do three teams. And that way, if you have a, a one, one and you have a tiebreaker kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you do drafts, you do like a pre yeah. pre like the night before you do a draft or you record it and you play it the day before, like the day of the match right before it. Cause the NBA all-star game does that. And I actually think that's the best part of the NBA star all-star game is them drafting each other. Yeah. That's- yeah. I think that would, that would definitely be interesting. I did like seeing Nike, Nike to pair it up. Uh, and I, I think we thought maybe we'd get the Tiger JT thing, but we didn't. Um, and so I know I know Keith was happy about that. Um, <laughs> and it was nice to see it was nice to see it like uh, tied up. I thought there was there was some good banter. Um, best one was that like Tiger doesn't have a calf, I think, or something like that. Like he said, like he, like I remember him saying something like, like, oh, I'm working on like one leg. Or he's like, yeah, you should see my other calf or something like that. Um, <laughs> so there was some some good stuff. I just like, uh, I love Rory. I don't know if he's loose enough for these for these type of things. Tiger can give it because he's been he's done a, a, a thousand different things. He's done skin matches and all that stuff like they used to. Also, bring back the skins games. I like that too. That was also like club versus club. Like if you were belong to like Seminole, you belong to Albany. Like it was the skins match, like two v two, you know, something like that. Like I would like to see that come back too. Um, as a different segue. Um, so. Yeah, I thought it was it was fun to watch. I watched it. Me and my girl watched it. Um, that was really cool to like watch golf and watch her. She's probably too young to be watching TV, but oh well. Uh, watching sitting here having her like stare up and watch Tiger was like that was like a really cool moment for me as a new dad. <laughs> that was really cool. So, uh, Keith, how about you? Anytime Tiger's on, I have it on. So I loved every minute of watching tiger i didn't care if he hit bad shots or whatever he was trying to do out there but i don't know sometimes he must have been blinded by the lights you know a little bit so I, but he gets that the, a the ball flight uh at nighttime was really cool to see that was cool. it's like you don't need a tracker with with yeah. it you know and then i this is what i love about tiger is that exhibition tiger is probably the best golfer that there is out there like can because uh, when he gets into like tournament play, I think he is a little too serious. But exhibition golfer Tiger can hit any shot that there is, and he just steps up ninety degrees adjacent to the tee boxes and just ropes like hoods us. Uh, what did he, did he hit five iron? I think he said there. Yeah. Um, like hoods a five iron and just gets a little like rope runner. Like I think that was the whole. I think that was the whole they all had to play. The one club challenge. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I and I like those too. I like mixing in stuff like that. That yeah. was. Ooh, qu- question for you guys. 
what would you guys play in the one club challenge? So I think it was a par five, right? Yeah. So Tiger, was, I think Tiger went five. And then so before that, went, before that, Matt, it was funny though because I seeing people on Twitter, and I follow TW Spot, and I think TW Spot is or TW Legion or whatever he is now um, with with his whole tracker family and stuff as um, nuclear tracker, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's great, and I missed regular GC Tiger Tracker, but I, I like this guy as well, and, and he does a good job tracking it. But like, they were like not paying attention enough to sometimes, which really upsets me. And, and this is like such a little thing; I don't mean to pick on it either. But they were like, they during the World Club Challenge, they were then looking at like the club that he putted with, and they're like, "Oh, that's a Mizuno like three iron. That's like his Mizuno two iron." I was like, guys. First off, it's a tailor made. It's very evident that it's a tailor made. And second off, it's the one club challenge. You said that he had a he had to use a five. He uses five iron. It's his five iron. You like can't like everyone. There was so much speculation on Twitter at that time for that, and I'm just like, Ugh. like sometimes it shows you who's watching like, on mute. Well, and it's it just like bugs me because I'm like, I don't I don't want to be a know it all. We're not know it alls. Like. Any far from it, but like sometimes I just want to ch- chime into these like Twitter things and be like, "Hello, it's a five iron, it's a one club challenge, and that's definitely a tailor made five iron." Like, <laughs> I you know like, but I just I just see it. I don't know why I had to get out that off my chest before we got into other stuff, but yeah, it just was. I don't. Um, it's a good one. Club that I would use because I keep hogging most of this mic time. Um, I'm a J. I think I'd go with JT. I think I'd hit three three wood. I think I could control that. I could I could cut a little. I could chop a little three wood down there. So I can hit chop three the three wood. wood and then like bunt it like when yeah, you're in a hundred. Exactly. And... I I think I can control that thing. Like I can hit a high three wood too if I needed to. So my three wood and I are pretty magic. You can ask anyone that I normally play with. I think even Keith saw me up with my three wood. Is yeah. pretty pretty good. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go six iron. I just feel comfortable with it. I could probably hit three solid, but definitely two solid good shots. You know, off the tee, then fairway or wherever I'm at, and then I can hit. You know, maybe a knockdown or a cut, cut off six iron to hopefully put it around the green. I think six iron. The, the, the crappy part is if you go in the bunker. What are you gonna do? Like, yeah, the bunker. Like, oh god. Well, with a three wood, I'm gonna put <laughs> it out. I'm gonna put yeah. it out of. Yeah, you're gonna right, roll right over uh, the. Lip. I think six iron would probably be the average. If we put a poll out there, that would be the average yeah. club that people would choose. Because again, you get into four and five iron, hard to hit sometimes. Like you can't control distance. Six iron, you know, you can. I know that I can hit a six iron, and I don't hit them very long. But I can hit it from 140 to 170 on a good day. You know what I mean? So, like, you can just – you can step it up. You can back it down. You can hit a cut. You can hit a draw. Like, if you can do that, you can control that flight and that distance enough. Yeah. And like Tiger said, you can just hood the shit out of it and just little roper, you know. There's a reason why demo clubs are seven irons. People yeah, that's them. right. Exactly. <laughs> seven irons. So. Yeah. You're right. A good point. I was thinking four. I was definitely thinking four iron, but you know, I'm like, I'll just have more a little bit more control over a six iron than a four iron. I mean, and in, in a par five, you're pretty much trying to make par with a one club. I think we should do that sometime. We should get out there, um, each of us record something on the par five, find the, the thing, and see what we can do. So maybe that's for next year, guys. Maybe we're bringing more 
more video aspect to our game. Who knows? It would be. I think it, it, so. JT went three wood, right? You're saying right? And I yeah. remember him. He had to putt with it. So, and I think he ended up sinking it. So, props yeah. to him. I don't know. See, I've got this weird spot in my bag, and we never did like a what's in a bag segment. But the the one thing that's been like rotating throughout the year is between my three wood and my longest iron. I have a seven wood. I have a hybrid, and I have a driving iron. And I, I rotate them because I, I never quite know. And I honestly think I would do that that one club challenge with any one of those three. Like the seven wood uh, would be awesome, but I probably couldn't putt with it as good as I could. But a hybrid's basically like a chipper, so around the green I'd be good. Yeah. But then the driving iron could be super sick. I just don't know how I control any of them like when I'm like within 100. So that's where I start to think, oh, maybe I should just do an eight iron, and then I know I got like three full shots, right? Like if I do three full shots, then I'm on the green and I put it out in two. But and uh, I, I'm I'm like under like the like I will hit any club around the green kind of thing. Like I'm not always just pull a wedge. I like I chipped in this year with a, an eight iron. I chipped it with a bump and run. I tend to play my hybrid or my three wood out of the rough, like close up. So I feel like I would feel like comfortable using that as like a putter enough. Um, yeah just put your grip and kind of go with it. So agreed. Now, one of the things that happened at the match was Rory debuted a brand new piece of clothing. <sighs> we know it's coming out next year. We are seeing official images drop. I think golf poser had it. Uh, a couple other outlets have had it where this is not the first time they've done it, but they, you know, everything that's old is new again. They have a small swoosh on the right side shoulder on the back over the, on the right shoulder. Right. So you see, player follow through you're going to see that swoosh i know it looked i i thought it looked pretty cool during the match because you get a visual now on the back i think that's one of the reasons why they did the tiger stripe back in the day and now they've shortened it because at least now you know a tw piece of clothing you've got something visually on the back how do you guys feel about the swoosh on the back i love it anytime there's more than one swoosh on the shirt i'm i'm gonna i'll be rocking those babies i will be i and it was great to see Rory debut it. You know, it was finally see something new come out instead of, you know, keep guessing when new things are going to come out. I know it's going to be 1-1 one, one stuff and 3-1 and 4-1-5-1 stuff spring. But, you know, you kind of you tend to see it since it's like a false, you know, like a false swing now, fall winter swing of the PGA Tour. Like we kind of started like debuting stuff now. Especially when Hawaii kicks off, you definitely start seeing more and more of it then. But no, I I'm uh, I'm 100 in with the the swish on the back. It's gonna be nice when when the guys are putting on the green because that's when you're really focused and you're really not moving that much, and people will be focusing on that, and they're gonna see that right over the around the back shoulder. But I'm I'm 100 in. I can't wait to see the stuff and you know and touch and feel like I like to do. <laughs> in the stores when it comes yeah. out. Yeah, Matt, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what your thoughts are as, as someone who is a merchandiser and, you know, did, you know, demos and stuff like that and and and, and goes to clubs. Like you you being in like the Chicago area, right? Like Cog Hill, all that stuff, you know what these 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 uh country clubs love for their their logos and we've always we've always wanted from the the fan side is front left um swoosh and we because that's what you see on tv but we also know from the merchandise side that that's not what clubs want um so i'm intrigued to see what like what your thoughts are on them the uh interesting thing about it 
uh, I'll talk from like a fan's perspective first is that I've always, I've always like went more towards the things that have casual usage as well. Right. So like, it's not just specific for the course. Uh, so I think that's why, like, I have like a lot of the, I loved when they did the tonal swoosh. I know that was controversial that like the, the swoosh didn't pop out, you know, when it's all the same color, I kind of like that. So like the right swoosh on the shoulder for me, it makes me question, like, uh, if you'll get dual use out of it, right? Like, will you feel comfortable wearing to the office a right swoosh sitting on your shoulder, right? Like, it, you know, it's it's almost like a little bit too much, I think, for the casual golfer. But out on the course, I think it looks cool. I think it's awesome. I think for most clubs, the big thing is that they always want the uh, OLC, open left chest, right? So they always want to put their logo either on that left side or on a sleeve. So Coghill always brings in like a ton of logoed stuff. I love that logo. I pick up a couple things every year. Uh, they usually do it either on the left sleeve or the left chest, right? I, I think I also hate it like when people do the double logos sometimes. Almost yeah. makes you look like a Punch. delivery guy. Yeah, like a, like a Coke or Pepsi driver. What's something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like coming out to do an oil change. No offense, you know, utmost respect to the folks that do that. But yeah, so I, I like it because then the club can either do the sleeve, they can do the chest, and then there's still a swoosh on the back that lets you know. And from far away, like somebody knows that you're wearing a Nike shirt. I think I think it's so overall, I think it's good, but I can see I've been around this long enough now where I see like the pros and cons of everything, right? Like, uh, like I'm totally into it. And I think now, like I know for a long time there was this uh, myth and I think it's been proven true that the players get a bigger swoosh, right? Like the TV swoosh supposedly is embroidered. Uh, it's a thicker embroidery and it's a little bit bigger. So it pops up more on TV. And I think we've noticed sometimes like the players do get like extra swooshes, like on the back of the neck and they'll get extra swooshes in places. So for those of us, those of you, who like the you know the extra logoing and the extra branding? I think I think it is a little bit of a hit, and I really like the polo. It had a subtle print to it. Um, I know prints are not dying anytime soon, but I like the subtle prints. Um, yeah. Unless you make it so dense that it looks like a really thick pattern, and you got to get it close to it. I, I think that's one thing that Nike's kind of missed the last few years is um, some of the patterns that we've done or that Nike's done. They're a little spaced out, and yeah. they don't seem like enough, right? Like either lean into it pretty heavy or don't like, just go with like a, a non pattern pattern. I don't know what the right term is. You're the creative gummy. You know no, what I'm I, saying? Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's, there's definitely needs to be like a, a little bit more um, like heft to them kind of thing. So um, I think that's really good insight, uh, Matt, into, into it. It's actually funny. Our our friend of the program, Dan Linger, aka Swoosh Golf on Instagram as well, posted about the shirt today. Uh, I wish he I knew where he got some of this information because I wish we could have it, but he posted it. It's still out there, so I'm going to use it. Um, it is the Dry Fit Tour coming out. Um, and this is what they said about it, what Nike said about it, that it's our solid tour polo uh, with a stretchy, sweat-wicking feel. helps you get the most out of your swing. Standard stuff. Um, but this is kind of what I'm looking at. They, also, uh, they said, we designed the length to allow you to wear it tucked or untucked any time of year. So that's the new, like, thing for me too i love the swoosh placement i think it's cool you started seeing it last year in if you pay attention to anything on like the athletics side of of um things so in college football in the nfl game that 
um, some of the polos that coaches and stuff are wearing had like this little tag, almost uh, kind of like a Virgil tag from like an off-white tag, but it would say like, like for me, Syracuse, it would, it would have block gas, Syracuse Orange official mm. like thing. So you were seeing this in that same placement um, and whatnot. And so I, I like seeing it there. I think it's interesting. I think that <clears throat> some people remember a couple of years ago, and I would say it was a bunch of years ago, that a certain other um, UA brand um, used this kind of placement as well, I believe. that, And so I think it's you could say like, oh, they took it from that. It's been a couple of years, guys. So I don't know. Nike, Nike definitely had it six to eight years ago. They had yeah. a swoosh on the back right shoulder. And, and to be fair, I worked at Wilson uh, in their tennis line. They used to put the, the W on the back right, I think, every once in a while. And they would even put like the, the Wilson, on, the script Wilson on a, on a collarbone. Yeah. And it's just, look, there's only so many places you can put a logo on a polo like Travis Matthew sticks it on the collar like yeah there's, there's only so many places right so I think it's not necessarily copying however I think we should take credit because um there's two things in that description that we ranted about this year in several episodes one being the tucked or untucked in the description so that we know exactly like what we're buying and then two the word stretchy hearing the word stretchy mm -hmm. I think is music to everybody oh, makes me sick um let's stay on logos real quick and I know this wasn't in our like run of show pregame stuff that we did but let's yeah. talk about logos real quick we mentioned this in our own little group chat and we were trying to speculate on maybe people coming over to Nike in the new year I think as as um Keith touched on it we'll find out in the Hawaii swing on if there was any new people anything like that. And we were kind of speculating that like the women's game needs a lot more Nike people. We had Cheyenne, we had Michelle also another just like segue here. We're segueing all over the place, but shout out to Michelle. We and Haley Ledbetter for their rock Ishi post because a, they shouted us out and then B they're shouting out Rock. Like, Rock is the dude, you know? And if you don't know, we'll have to get into it a little bit later. Uh, Matt can explain that um, a little bit more. But, again, shout-out to Michelle. Again, we wish you still on tour so that, that Nike would still be on tour. It's not. We don't have Susan Peterson anymore on the women's team. The closest thing we got now is Nelly rocking swooshes, right? Um but we talked about this, and we said, "Will would Nelly come to Nike? I think that they could pay her enough money too. But in the women's game, we see, due to purses not being as big, all that stuff, we see more and more of these women's game people using their sponsors to their fullest extent. So using the logos and all that stuff. And so um, I'm intrigued to see how you guys feel about these logos in golfing and whatnot. I think Kevin Kisner, uh, as a fan of his game, is the is probably the biggest one out there from, or even <laughs> Homa, right, or even someone like Max Homa that is 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 plastered up, you know, with with logos and stuff. And it's it's a very stark contrast those golfers to Nike golfers. Um, and so how would you go about like navigating a, what are your thoughts on this? And then how would you go about navigating someone like a woman in the women's game, being a Nike athlete, but possibly needing like 
those logos on Nike stuff because we it's something we haven't seen before, and I'm I'm just intrigued to see what you guys' thoughts on 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 it. Yeah, I you know it's Nike apparel or anybody who signs with Nike is the clean cut version of it. It's just a swoosh only kind of thing. We saw it very shortly with Jason Day when he had Lexus on his arm for a while uh, when he first came over Nike. They did that because he was in a major contract with Lexus and that Nike was waiting for that to end. And as soon as that ended, that was gone. So anybody that signs with Nike is just going to be wearing the swoosh only. Um, I th- we've seen it on a couple guys over on the European tour. Um, was it Thomas Peters? Thomas Peters was Nike and, and Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple sponsors on his stuff. I just know Nike just wants the swoosh on there. So it's going to be tough to get an LPGA girl in all swoosh because of, you know, they are going to get their money from all these sponsors and they do have to promote these logos on their apparel. So it's going to be a little tough. Do I, we, we need a, a, a woman in swoosh only though. We do, we do need it to promote yeah. that side of our apparel line for women out there. You, you know, there's, Gumby, we got girls coming up. No, I know. Yeah, we had this realization. I had this realization. I joked with Keith about it that our we live somewhat close to each other in the New England region, and uh, our girls are now going to be the same age as we're like they're less than two months apart. And um, and for the drive, chip, and putt like regional championship to go to Augusta, they're probably going to have to fight off against each other, and one of us is not going to be able to go because of the other. So that was like a sad realization. But do you think, do you think Keith, that Nike should change their model and get more people in Nike by allowing more like logos, or do you think that this is just? Nike's way and and it, it's no logo it's just their logo and that's it because because now I, I I'm only comparing it to this other is a very sports. tough question that yes no I know but I'm only comparing <laughs> it to other sports now baseball NBA adding jersey sponsors that is in in addition to the Nike logo and so like and and I can imagine that if NIL stuff doesn't get figured out that there's going to be some NIL person within the college game that is going to want to put a sponsor or something on a, on a college like uniform or something like that. Like they'll sponsor the whole team. If we can have our logo on a uniform and that's going to, that, and this is where I'm just saying, like we're starting to see this blend of like more and more every year. New Jersey sponsors. The the Red Sox have a, a Jersey sponsor now. Like that's not that's unheard of. Like that the, the same thing. I think if the Yankees have one, or I don't think they have one, but they they're coming. No to, names and no facial hair. Right, they're coming to like sacred areas, and so I would assume you know Nike golf. A Nike golfer is a sacred area. Like, does it? You know, I think it's going to happen. Me personally, I don't want it to happen because we have the cleanest look yep. on and off the course. And I guess that's what I just go after all the time. That's why I wear this stuff. You know, I fell in love with this stuff when I was a kid playing hockey, you know, and then it turned into golf. And it's just like the swoosh is just a clean cut look. So I'm going to just stick to my guns and just say I don't want to see it. But I do think it's going to happen sooner or later where we're going to see some 
it might happen like an LPGA. And, you know, it could happen come January 1st coming up. We don't know, you know, if there's going to be signings, you know, maybe we do. You know, we're just not going to tell anybody right now because we're going to wait until January 1st. But um, I, I don't know, man. How do you feel about, you know, the clean cut look? Or do you want to see more people in swoosh, but with a couple advertisements on the sleeve or on the back tag? You know, we have the swoosh on the right shoulder, back shoulder. But, you know, I, I don't think it'll look that bad if there's something on one of the sleeves and that's it. This is a great question, uh, Gumby. I'm glad you brought this up because uh, but it was this was kind of in the run of show for the back half. So I will still give my, my golf ball story. I'm going to defend Michelle. We West. Thank you for the shout out. But uh, I think she should give herself a little more credit in that story that happened, but we'll give you that breakdown in the back half. We also have for the back half that I did leave out of this run of show, the most recent one, but I had in the earlier one, we are going to talk about who our one dream signing is also in the back half of the yes. show. Right? So this is a great topic to build up to that. As you can tell, I'm buying myself time because I'm still confused about the answer because it's, it's a hard <laughs> one. And and this, this is the way that I, like, I'm going to break it down, right? So we can, we can see that there is a perception by Nike maybe that golf will shrink again, right? So post-COVID, less people golfing, you know, what's the return on investment for some of these big contracts like Tiger and Rory and Tony? Uh, we have another question in the back half about signature shoes and a Scotty Pippen story that came out that I think relates to Rory and Brooks and Tiger and things like that. So if Nike, if I'm Nike and I'm looking at it, I have to pay a ton of money to keep the look clean, which means I can only sign so many people. Do I want to broaden that net and extend it and maybe give them an opportunity to add one patch, maybe add two patches? Uh, to that point, then, now if I have to sign somebody from the ladies' game, can I afford somebody who has four, five, six patches on them, right? And, and if I'm going to pay that amount of money, should it be a transcendent player? You know, is, is there anybody like that in the women's game now? I'll do respect. Uh, I think there are. I think when we talk about, like, our dream signings, we can talk a little bit about that. So, you know, is it better to cast a wider net and maybe have just one patch? Keith, I'm kind of with you. You know, you... You say, hey, you know, we'll we'll sign you, especially some of these younger golfers coming out of college. You're going to sign them to NIL deals. Like, I can't imagine you want to give them, like, the, the full boat right away to keep them clean, right? Because you think about, like, I think about Patrick Rogers, right? Uh, had a phenomenal college career. We all thought he was going to be the next big thing. He was a Nike guy, got injured. Now he's an Oakley guy, and I think he's got a couple patches on him, right? And, and you're, you're like, well, at some point, like, we got to let you go. We don't know. Um, I think Wyndham Clark also had like the pxg logo on him for a little bit but now yeah. he's he's gone off nike so like i'm i'm kind of cool with it i think some of those dudes dudes and dudettes should be allowed to have you know maybe one or two as long as not as long as not on the chest right like keep the swoosh on the chest you've got it on the back i know like thomas peters one of the few guys callaway hat give up the hat to some of these guys yeah. uh, because I, I just think the more people you have the more likely you are and i think it's amazing the run of wins that nike has had when you really think about it because they've got they have like they have a very winning. small roster very, very small roster and you can't it effective count, you can't count just footwear either because just footwear is, is a lot of people and i know my buddy my buddy aaron will be like they have so many people they're all wearing footwear they're all wearing nike i was like they're wearing footwear like that's just like an open contract it's not uh, an yeah. actual signing um I think that best case scenario is a Jason Day example. You get you could have one on the hat, or you could give up the hat. Um, 
and you can have one on the sleeve. I don't think that complicates like opposite sleeve because there's always one on one. There's always a swish on one sleeve, and then opposite sleeve could be it. Um, especially if you're gonna get this back um, swoosh in there now, um, that I think that would be okay. Like I would be okay with it because I, like like I said, I'm okay with like Alexis logo on a Nike thing. I think of that like both of them in uh, high class. Yeah, you they're know, premium brands, and, and I guess right. that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. one I think there's just would... there just needs to be parameters of it. You don't want like a brown UPS logo on stuff, or um, the RBC Canadian RBC Heritage, you know, like one that's like very like blue and yellow and busy and and all that stuff, yeah. you know. So um, or a cryptocurrency. Just, yeah, I think there's just you know. <laughs> Did you say cryptocurrency? Is that what you? Mean? Yeah, you, you, yeah. You don't want F, you don't want FTX on there. We shouldn't even mention that. I, should, I just I just tanked us. We're gonna be now like we're gonna be blacklisted from podcasts because I just mentioned that. So um, I think this oh, is yeah. a great. This is a great stopping point. I don't know how we're gonna stop this on Streamyards. You guys might just watch our faces for like thirty seconds while we go to break. But you guys right now listening to us on the holiday special are going to go listen to me talk about our awesome partner in Anchor. All right, and we are back. Oh, man. I realized I should have done another Christmas Carol lead-in or something. Shoot. That's all right. Now we are back. Now we are back. Ding, dong, ding. And we're also now on StreamYard. So, uh... That's going to be our other sponsor here soon, StreamYard and Anchor. Look at us moving up in the world. Um, but we're back, second half of the show. Guys, we have so much stuff to still talk about. I was looking at this, and, and we are like, I don't even know if we should have taken the break yet. So, but let's get right into it. Um, sad, we'll start with a sad. And we had Dan uh, Whedon passing, um, who was a Nike brand guy he did a bunch of commercials um and a bunch of slogans and, and stuff that so was it like you know bonos and just do it campaign all of that stuff and so uh, we just want to give our respects uh to dan to his family and and all that stuff and and matt you have a, a great quote that you would like to read on business and and what dan kind of meant to the nike family yeah, and you know, my background's in marketing and things like that. And for those of you that don't know, Wyden and Kennedy are the marketing firm based out of Portland, Oregon, that obviously came up with Nike. And uh, everything from Mars Blackman to Bo Nose, even the Dan and Dan stuff, your Olympics, all that stuff came out of them. And uh, for him to pass, for those of you that are on LinkedIn, it was amazing to see because, you know, when you know, I've worked, I've worked with Nike people for Nike people for a very long time. I have connections and a lot of those connections don't work at Nike anymore. But when uh, Dan passed away, everybody kind of came together and there's this really beautiful moving service and they posted a lot of it. But there's one quote that I think all of us can, can learn a lot from in the business world and in life. And I'm just going to give the short ending of this quote and you can look for the full one. Uh, I'm not going to bore you guys by reading it, but uh, my favorite quote is, it's not mathematics, it's jazz. And I think that's just so awesome because I think a lot of times we get statted to death 
in this world, right? ESPN, we watch ESPN and it's stats, 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 stats. And we, we've had this kind of like disregard for the old ways when people talk about heart and hustle and the immeasurables and we kind of scoffed at it, right? And then you go to the business world and it's all, you know, this is all the reach and these are the numbers and this is the what the statistics say and the forecast and let's do a three more forecast and let's double check. And sometimes you just got to go with your gut. And that's what uh, they did. And they did it immensely well. So I know we thought about how, you know, like, what's your favorite Nike campaign? We've done a lot of the favorite Nike commercials here in the past. So yeah. we're not going to go into that. But our, our condolences to the Whedon and Candy and Nike family for the yeah. passing of Dan Whedon. Uh, just absolute freaking legend. And the interesting thing was when I heard that quote or I saw that quote, uh, that's where the jazz was, man. That's where the soul came from. Uh, that guy was the horn section, it sounds like, and, and we're all the better for it. So thanks again, Dan. No, no, uh, we're, missing, we're missing that nowadays, too. We're missing those. I mean, Nike has done, has done some good campaigns and, and whatnot, and, and the, like, the place, the, the play, and just play, kids play, whatever, you know, all that stuff. But we don't have, you know, we don't have the Tiger commercials. We don't have any of those stuff anymore. I, like, I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I think Nike has not been the same since Phil Knight moved on from yeah, the company into his emeritus role. And, and I've worked for a couple of brands that I think a lot of brands benefit from either having one singular voice. And, and you could say the bad, there's a bad thing about having one singular voice, right? But sometimes having one singular voice at the top as a conscience, as a final litmus test, or somebody who can bang the drums and say, we got to go after something. There's something to be said about that, right? Like it can't all be like built by consensus and focus groups and, and, and metrics and things like that. Sometimes you have to take a chance, right? Because yeah. the, the stats and the metrics would have told you in 85 that a $100 shoe in non-conforming colors would not work on a rookie number three pick out of North Carolina. The statistics would have never told you that, right? The statistics would have never told you that a dude that rushed for a million yards at Alabama could also be an amazing baseball player at the same time and that you could build a marketing campaign around cross trainers. Somebody had to take that leap of faith and yeah, they did it. That's right. That bow went to Auburn, right? Not Alabama. I said, did I say, oh my God. I'm thinking about the match. I'm thinking <laughs> that about would the be match. bad. That would, when Bo would come for us. So uh, Sorry. I mean, he was in Chicago too, uh, so he wouldn't uh, be far Auburn from me. But Alabama. Folks. That's right. That's right. Well, Charles uh, Charles is from Auburn, and then he yeah. had the, the whole Alabama thing going on with JT during the match, yeah. so that stuck in my head. So way to, way to ruin the ending of that. I apologize. No, and I, and I, I yeah. agree, Matt, because <laughs> now you're seeing someone like Bob Iger come back to Disney, right? He left, stepped away, and now he's back because of things. And so I think you do see when there is solid leadership, and I'm not saying that uh, – who was it? Matt Parker that took over – um for them and i don't know if he's there i think he's already stepped out but like i'm not saying that those guys weren't good i just think we're not seeing if phil was still there keith would be the happiest boy in the land because we know that tiger would have a lifetime contract now done deal yes. done done deal right? and i think that that There's is no not question. a concern for others and charlie time. would have a lifetime nil deal right now right so but that's we're not right. We're not there. So um, <laughs> yeah. let's let's get yeah. into some rankings. We're not there yet. Let's do some rankings, though. We it's our holiday episode. We got to rank some stuff, right? So yeah. 
let's do Jordan ones. Oh, we got those. It, those, those I, I worded it wrong. Sorry, guys. We're okay. not going to rank them. We're going to score them. Let's score, score them, them one out of five. We'll go yeah. quick. I, we'll I, go quick on this. Okay. Um, so we got Jordan ones in the purple, which is the NRG colorway, right? The purple and the pink yep. kind of thing. Um, we got like a black Croc Jordan one coming out. We have the purple <laughs> AM 90s NRG. And something that was dropped today by our own N Spears was the ADG fours with the black and then the little just a, that that extra little pop of gator on the back. So that black and white kind of pair instead of the blue. So um, was it gator or cement in the back? That, cement, that cement. But yeah. like um but it looks and I was trying to think of like the the ADG four blue and white definitely has cement in the back, but this was like a little bit more prominent. Um mm. it's and contrasting it was, colors, yeah. And black and white is was whew, super oh, clean. I know. We put some. Let's just put. Let's just put some hard spikes on that boy. Oh. See what happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so scoring. Uh, let's go around the horn quickly. Matt, uh, the purple and Jordan ones, the NRG Jordan ones. I'm gonna go three and uh, three point six out of five. I don't. I like purple. I love the color. I just don't have a lot of purple. But I also have a lot of black and white that this would pop on. So uh, yeah. 3.6. Good. Fair. Yeah. I was going to go right around there too, Matt. I'll do 3.5. I, I do like it. I'd wear it. I would. Yeah. I'm, I'm also around the same. I'm, I'm going to go 3.6 as well, Matt. Um, they're like the – purple's in. Uh, the Jordan Airman Airs, right? Is that how you pronounce it with the – Oh, yeah. The, the specialty line. I only uh, like I saw the raffle and then – uh, Greg Bull, Burr Halter from the U.S. Men's National Team wore them in like their second or first game mm-hmm. as well, which they weren't even out yet at that time. So, um, so I think purple is, is coming around. This is it's this tis the season for it. Uh, okay, black crocodile Jordan ones, like they're all black. I think kind of trying to go off that like Travis Scott Jordan one that just dropped as well, but a little bit more of like the traditional. Um, your thoughts there, uh, Keith? I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I actually kind of like. When I first saw the picture of them, I, I was like, man, I really like these. I'm going to give it a, you know, 4.1. Matt, what do you think? I'm going 5.5, five, five, guys. This Whoa. is Whoa. I'm, a, I'm a huge. God. I'm a huge. Uh, look, look. Now You're a huge crocodile. You got a crocodile head in the, on the back? No, but I love I love when it's uh, mostly black upper with a white midsole. Yeah. That's uh, And that's something like they usually called like the some Cyber Monday colorways. They did a five in that one, but they called it Moonlight. Um, anytime you got the all black upper with the white midsole, nice and crispy, uh, man, do I love these casual can wear it off the course super easily, uh, with a little bit. And when you get close enough, you'll see the croc pattern. Uh, I could just imagine if they do an all white pair, the customization that people are going to do is just going to be off the charts. I think, uh, this one's a smash hit. So I'm going to go five, five on this one. So I'm going to stay on brand here. This is me. If you've listened to this show for this year. You know I am not a black shoes guy. If this was all white, rock, five of five for sure. But because it is all black, when I say I'm brand, I gotta stay true to myself. I'm going three one. It's low. I know. I love the details. I just can't do all black. As as those who may be watching on YouTube in the future, maybe not. Shoe gallery. Maybe right. not right now. You're getting all of Matt's black shoes coming out because he's sitting behind his face. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. I 
and then I see some, and then I see you, Matt, at like a Christmas party or a holiday party, rocking like black, like and white, like Air Force Ones or whatever it was. I think you were rocking. Um, maybe it was a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I'm just like, yeah. that's like a that is a nice look. And yet I don't have a pair of black shoes. Shout out, shout out to Tyler J. Moore. That's uh, he also has the same ones. It's the All Star Air Jordan One Low. So it's got patent leather on it. It's a little shiny, but everything's mostly black on the outside. So from far away, it doesn't pop crazy on a picture. But when you get close up, yeah, I was actually down in Louisville for a. Yeah, a charity event. Recently, but yeah, man. that's what I need is a I need a two tone black pair. I need I need a little texture. I need the texture in there. So, all right, uh, black Jordan one. Cyber Monday three. Bobby, I see you wearing those new white and black AG fours. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they all over the place. For the yeah. Are they are they white and black or are they a little gray? I thought they were white. I think they're. I, they're they, I think they're super crispy. Uh, okay, I got. I got to look at it again. Hold it up on on Spears's. We can check. We can check the old uh, um, catalog. Okay, the purple AM nineties. Uh, I'll go first here. I'm a I'm a nineties guy. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. They're not my favorite again. God, the purple colorway. I just don't have enough to wear it with. If they get me matching polos this year. Because they need to start stepping up their color game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this ranking will go higher, but for right now, it's a three point eight. It's hard to top um, with the nineties that have come out already. Just really hard, right? Like infrared line, the PGA Tour Championship one, or the PGA Championship one, and then obviously lobster. Like lobster became like our go-to shoe at the end, right? Yeah. Gumby, I think both of us. So um, yeah, this one. I'm a big nineties guy, but in the in the all the nineties that have released. I'm going like three, 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 two on this one. Again, if you're a purple guy, great. I'm I consider myself a purple guy, but honestly, like the black croc, like that's where I'm spending my money. Eighty G four, which I think we also should score the eighty G four. But Keith, yeah, what are you ranking the nineties or scoring um, the nineties? Why do I always mix that up? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not like a huge ninety guy. I have one pair. I was going to ask you guys since we're ranking these. Do you think it's you know the two seventies are kind of phasing out? And you know, might not show up next year in the in the line. But do you think the nineties will phase out or do you think they'll hang around for a while? I, I think that there are such a solid streetwear shoe um on and off course. And yeah. because they don't have spikes that the it's it's the same thing as the Jordan One Low. Like people are just gonna start wearing it like right. um all the time. Uh interesting thing that we posted about was AM ones coming so back. The AM one which I the 90 and and we we discussed this about like what would possibly be coming back what wouldn't I did not have in my in my thought process that one am one would be back to be quite honest but the the little leather on it the red and the white theme um I'm looking at my old am ones <laughs> They ran tight for me, and now I'm seeing new AM ones with a with a new bubble and a new sole, and I'm like, um, I before even TF Kicks with Chris could make the new like compilation, I already sent that post to you guys, so I'm a little I'm a little bummed that I didn't get credit for it. TF Kicks with Chris got credit for it. He had a post, <laughs> but uh, I'll respect TF. But uh, but I was I was the first one that noticed it and sent it to the group. Um, because I, I just think that bubble is like having a bubble in a golf shoe is going to be real interesting. I'm I'm quite intrigued to see where it goes because I don't think you ever get like a full white 
uh, AM1. Like they've never done just like a full white like they do like a 90. Um, so you're always going to have like the red. But the, like in these ones, I would get the blue. Like I, that's my one of my bigger misses is not having a blue with the blue and white. So um, I'm intrigued by that, um, so to say. So. I'll give the ranking a 3.5 again. I'm right there. Yeah. On the AM1? Uh, no, sorry, on the 90s. I didn't even get my oh, okay. Okay, you, you're, yeah, you're sorry, on the 90s. 90s. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, no, I asked you guys a question before I even yeah. gave you guys a number. Um, okay, bonus round. We'll, we'll skip the ADGs. I think we know what we like the ADGs. Is oh, I'll, I'll go real four. quick. Four, I'm a 4.5 on that. Yeah, 4.5. Yeah. I have 4.9 for me. Yeah, if, like it, if it's gray, um, I'm actually like 4.9. Yeah. Okay, bonus round. Jordan won high G patent leather blue. Like, how about – what do you guys think about this? Like, especially being the high – um, from Nike, not from Eastside. So um, this is our first high back since the original high with the with the free sole. This doesn't have the free sole. This has the regular sole. But what about a high in, on a golf shoe and your ranking? I I don't mind it. I kind of like it. I, it's you know it's something. Maybe I'll wear it. I don't know. I don't know if I would wear it on the golf course. I, you get some more ankle support. Maybe Charlie can throw his uh, left foot in that one. <laughs> uh, I, I give it, I'll give it like a 4.3. I yeah. don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm up there with you. I think it's I think it's good. I, I like it. Um, I would – it would be – it'd be a lot higher in my book if it was a different colorway. Like, yeah, I, I, I go, go red and white on that. Go red, white, and black. I, I assume that's coming. Like I assume they'll bring that back. And they've been doing all the Jordan ones that will bring that back. And they try to they brought it back in the low earlier this year. So um we'll see. But yeah, I think it's uh, I'll go four one on it. Four one. Wow. I'm like three one on it. I'm like three one, maybe two nine. Yeah, I'm just um blue yeah. always sells. Blue always sells. Uh like oh, I love the, you know, and and it's one I of those things where I don't, I don't get it. I, I got to see the patent leather. Like, if it's the patent leather that they used on the Golf 11s where it doesn't crease like crazy, cool. Yeah. But I just, like, these things do not look, I don't know, high tops. Like, not to walk. I obviously, most people are using a cart. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I just, I, but these with some joggers might look pretty the, good. That's that's my number one thing is I wear, I would like the joggers. I wear joggers. Um, mostly, and so I would. I think it would look good with that. Again, I just don't. I just don't know if you can ever top the free soul Air Jordan One. You know, I just don't know. You can so. Still on the um, list. So that Are was we skipping our... the AM One score. Are we skipping the AM One score? The ADG score or the AM One? No, the AM One, the Air Max One. Oh, we weren't even going to do that. That was just a bonus. That was. Just I like, think we got bonus, to like, like your, your history. That's your shoe. That's I, your number I one. I mean, it's a five-five for me. So, oh. <laughs> really, how else can we, you know, like what else can we say about that? Like, Keith, I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I'm sorry, Gumby. I'll do. I'll give it a three point nine though. It is, oh, but you have to admit it is better than the original. Animal. Yes. Yes. Right. No, I'll take it. Yep. You know, it's funny. I, I showed you guys last episode. I got a pair of the old, the, the last release. Yeah. And like, I'm scared based on what you said, because they do. I remember them running tight, but it was like a great deal. And then they announced this. And I just think they look so close to the original because I've got a, I've got Lunar Air Max ones when they did like the Lunar thing. And I loved that shoe. Like it was just so comfortable. It looks so good. These remind me of those vibes. It's, and, and it looks like it's 
breathable. Looks like there's a little bit of mesh, yeah. not leather. I'm all about that because th there's no way you'd catch me rocking these in the rain or on a muddy day anyways. Yeah. So you might as well give me the breathability. I'm at a 5.5. Five. So I'm sorry. I, that's why I had to bring it back up because 5.5, five, the colorway, the scheme, the yeah. look. They just crushed how it does, with this one. Uh, it's funny to see how Nike evolves. And I don't know if they, uh, again, tangent, but I don't know if they evolved the right way in the AM, in the in the Jordan one. I thought the free sole Jordan one was just a perfect shoe. And then they evolved to more, much more of a flatter. Um, it's very streetwear Jordan style. Jordan one is a very flat shoe. Um, but I don't know if they evolved properly, but you can see the evolution in the air maxes become much better. So air max, when they did air max 90, um, original where it was like the sock one a little bit mm -hmm. impossible to get your foot into really cool sole I, I remember when they first came out like um i got the white and black pair and i got a i made on nike id a white and black pair of 90s to match them because you couldn't like they had to be perfect so like i have matching pairs of those um but again it, it's not exactly the same it, it's sort of like that that different sole and whatnot but then when they when when and then AM one came out, you know, recently in the first couple of years, and they had the money shoe, they had the grass shoe, all of that AM one. Um, and then they redid ninety, and then that was like tops because it was closer to the original, right? Comfy shoe, just great. <coughs> Excuse me, but so now to see AM one come back. And it seemed upgraded. It's and now it has the bubble and all that stuff. I'm I'm very intrigued to wear it. I, I still my rule of thumb is Air Max always go up. Like I, I have to wear a size up um, in Air Max, um, but I can't wait to see what it because I think it'll be a, a hell of a lot more comfier than that other one. You know. So, question just for Keith, just oh. for Keith here. Okay, uh, I know you love T Dub. Your T Dub hat, T Dub sweater. You got T Dub shoes. Let's say you're not going to wear a TW shoe. Would you pick the Air Jordan 1, any color, or the Air Max 1 that you've seen? Oh. <laughs> Do you trend more towards the streetwear, or does the Jordan 1 speak to you? I'm just wondering. You're, you're a golf purist. You're the best golfer of us all. That's a that's a really great question, Ricky. That's a tough one because I – I've only been in the the ADGs for Jordan. It's like I've never I even put my foot into, you know, a Jordan 1 low or anything like that. So it's just that's Matt, what, what's with these tough questions? <laughs> you see female You know, the holidays are tough people around the, you know, around their loved ones and all that stuff. You got to have a couple We're just preparing you for Christmas, for Christmas Eve dinner, you know, like when it's all those tough questions with the family. That's what are you grateful doing. for? You go around and you're sitting there. Like, what yeah. I, what Not you guys. For? Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for the Swoosh Life podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, I'm going to break your heart. I'm going 90s. I think the question was AM1 or oh, one. But also, we'll throw AM 90s in. So, you, you, so out of the three, you'd go 90s first and then AM1 and then yes. Jordan 1. Yeah. And, and technically, the Jordan 1 is the oldest of all the shoes. That are yeah. you know the three right because AM one was nineteen ninety one was when the yeah, Air Max one came out. out yeah well no the, the Air Max one came out before the ninety right I don't know we gotta we get R and D yeah. on it we'll get R and D on it but uh, 
really uh really quick a uh, couple of the last ones last uh topics here I'll, I'll share a story and then we'll go into one of our last topics so uh the shout out so i, I teased this before we went to break michelle so michelle we was uh she's got a new podcast with Haley ledbetter and she shared a story and the story was a clip from their podcast where she said that she never knew what nike ball they, she was playing so then she would go out and she was at a press conference and you know she forgot the name of the balls right so we reposted we said shout out to rocky she for those of you that don't know i believe rock is now a callaway i know he he was a callaway for a bit i don't know if he's still there um but i think michelle Wee west doesn't give herself enough credit because the one thing that i do know for those of you that are gear junkies there are people that scour the pga tour conforming list and this is where like the rumors of tiger's ball being a bridgestone ball and all this stuff always came up because nike on the pga tour conforming list always had like twenty thousand different variations of the one ball out there and the resin ball and that's because rock would use the tour players and their feedback for the next generation of balls so they were always kind of playing the next generation of ball and that would go into the retail product that would eventually make it to the shelves but they still had to be conforming so it's not surprising that you know michelle might not have had the name of the ball model on her actual ball that she was playing and then what she had to advertise retailer kind of thing so uh give her a little shout out there but thanks for the reshare everybody went crazy we're getting messages like michelle we west reshared you guys so appreciate the love also hey, shout out shout out to all of you because the spotify into year list came out big time and top 10 percent shared podcasts globally wow guys so shout out to all of you check in with us wherever you guys are all that good stuff so with that international flair all of you guys listening we have a feeling that a big signing is coming and one of the things we wanted to talk about since it is christmas hanukkah kwanzaa it's the holiday time and you know kids have their wish lists if you guys could sign one player and it could be any player under contract i think we're all going to say tiger we all want tiger lifetime contract that's so we'll, we'll throw that one out there what's one player or personality in the golf world you guys would like to see added to the nike golf roster i'll let you guys fight for who goes first Keith's going first. I had a, I had a list of like a couple people, yeah. and I'm like, well, I'm give like, us all of them. I am. I'm gonna give you all. There's like four or five, I think, but like just like a couple from. Um, I'll start LPGA because I was just looking at that. I wouldn't, and they're highly ranked players. I wouldn't mind Nelly coming over. I know she was rocking the the, the Jordan Low, um, over the weekend on Saturday Sunday with her dad, um. But I wouldn't mind to see this is like a little hockey coming into me, but uh, the Canadian Brooke Henderson mm, and Nike yeah. stuff. She's a great player. You know, she's always up there. She's up there in the world rankings right now on the women's side. I think she's top five or top 10. Um, so those are the two girls I'd like to see. The big signing I would like to see, you know, uh, is I'd love to see Nike get Charlie. I'm sorry. Is it too young mm. early to say? Just to do that, and then you know what comes with that is Tiger lifetime. I know we all want that. Um, and I had two randoms, and who knows, it might happen, it might not. Um, John Rom, I think he's a great player, and I think you know he rocked the Jordans earlier, and I think he'd look okay with the with the swoosh on him too, though. He can rock Jordans. Um, I don't know what kind of contract he's in right now with with all those other brands, but 
And then, Travis uh, Matthew, he signed with a couple of years ago, but you can always get bought out or you can always yeah. buy out the rest of something. I know a couple of years because he hasn't been wearing a, a Jordan in at least one or two years, I don't think, right? Well, I think they were still waiting for that Quater brand to create a shoe for him. So yeah. I think he had like a little bit of time for transition. Yeah. Um, that and I know he's in the shoe already. He wears the Roshi all the time, but uh, Victor Hovland. Oh, uh, man, speaking to my brother there. Speaking to yeah. my brother. You know, while, while uh, Gumby put this list together, just real quick, it, it's a good point you made. Like when we were talking, this goes back to the patches, and I missed to say this. I think also Nike does so much for the athlete that they they do have the power to go to the athlete and say, hey, look, like, yes, you're going to give up two or three patches and additional income, but you'll get so much more exposure yes. by being one of our athletes. And I think that's one of the golfers, the current roster, I think that's one of their gripes is that when they did sign their contracts with Nike, um, probably there was this promise of you're going to get more exposure, more commercials, more stuff like that. And since then, golf has shrunk. Golf has contracted, even though COVID record numbers of players and stuff like that. So a lot of them probably are feeling like, hey, where, you know, where is this exposure maybe that I was promised and stuff like that? So uh, I'm going to save mine. Yeah. Like, last. Gumby, how do you think? Go ahead. Keith. So, yeah, go Keith. I was just saying, like, when they're, like, in negotiations with, with Nike now, since we've been out of, like, the clubs and the balls and the bags, it's definitely probably has changed from the, you know, the guys that have been in Nike previous to that, Rory and Tiger, you know, and you know, and, and Brooks was playing our equipment, you know, they're, I think they're well off. So like trying to sign somebody now, it's a little bit more tough. Like they probably want, there's probably a little bit more underlines in their contract with Nike. Like, Hey, you need to promote this. Hey, you need social media big time in order to like, you know, show your scriptings, you know, I'm still wish, hoping for my day, you know, that I can sign a contract there. There's your, there's your number one contract. Sign. That's the number one contract. Right here. That's who I want to. That's all who three, all three of us. All, that's all our, three that's of us. Exactly. All three of us. Um, now, Gumby, who, do you have a list? I do. I do. Um, on the women's game, I think it's Nelly. I think she's the uh, the one that can can move it the most right now. Um, I I would love to see Lexi come over. I think she's still like she's still young enough. She could still play. Definitely. Like yep. and that would be a huge one. I don't think Puma's doing anything um, enough. Um, okay, I got three on the men's side. Really, it's only one that I can see happening, but it's it's a couple. Um, let's ride that wave with the Tom Kim, like mm. from President. Yeah, and that stuff. Let's ride that wave. Let's get the Asian you know crowd into it. The you know. All of that stuff. Um, obviously, Nike's so big over there and whatnot that that would just be nice to have um, someone like him on the international like team. Yeah, they deserve like a, a countryman um, on the roster for sure. Yeah, and then um, I would like Max Homa. I think Max does enough like too much stuff with with all of his other partners um, to to do that. But I think like. He's kind of got that like JT style, like streetwear off the street a little bit. He's friends with Tyler J. Moore. Shout out to our boy. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I could just, it would just be interesting to see Homa. And I, I like him as a personality. Um, but here's the one that I think if we were to get a big signing would be it. Uh, Sam Burns. Um, I think that could be. The person he's kind of rocking that flat bill a little bit. He rocks that a little bit. You could get flat bill Rory coming back because he could rock some of the. You could get some of the older uh, hat style back. So 
Um, that's kind of my big uh, my big one is is Sam Burns. Um, it's not that flashy or anything like that. I don't know. I really you look at the list and it's like it's who could you get that's like fl- like flashy and big, big splash. Like you're not gonna get a speed. You're not gonna get a JT. You know, like. But but this is your wish list. Like no, I know. Like, who's I, on that other side? And truly, I would I mean, like, like. I know, like Keith has stepped away, so he doesn't have to hear me say this right now. Uh, I would like JT as much as Keith doesn't like JT. Like I would. Um, he wears it off off court. Oh, oh boy, he's back. He didn't hear me say that. So yeah, it, you well, know, well, he's well, always well, posting well, his He's posting his kicks. Yeah, I know. So you just, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so he I betrayed think, you on his pick. I, no, I did not. Maybe. Uh, Sam Burns, yeah, and and Max Homa and uh, Tom Kim. Wink, wow, wink. that's a that's quite a wish list. Yeah, I like. Um, I really like I the, Justin Thomas. <laughs> or did I miss that? <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Where we trick you? So uh, he stepped away. Keith is a huge fan. Yeah, the little girl, the little three-year-old, got up. I had to go save her real quick. Sorry, sorry, everybody out there. Good job, Dan. You're good. He, he heard Justin Thomas being bandied about. The Nike He's like, like, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry, little one. I got to go turn this off right now. Oh, there yeah. will be no JT talk here. <laughs> None at all. Hey, Matt, what is your list? I, I'm intrigued. you always kind of outside the box kind of person. So I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I say it as, as for like jokes and stuff like that. Um, You know, it, it's interesting. So I, I like, uh, in terms of like like spreading golf around the world, I like Shahid Tigala. I think that would be a fun one. I think he's like, he's young, he's prime, he's got a lot of power, he's like ready to win. You know, he just won that QBE, that team thing. I think yeah. he partnered up with, um, I forgot who, he, Ryan Palmer, was it? He partnered yeah. up with? Yeah, in the shootout? So, yeah. Palmer so I think, shootout or was it someone else? I don't know, but you know, it seems to me like he's got like a fun following, like people root for yeah. him, right? And you know, he came close, made a couple missteps, but young guy. Another young guy with a lot of power, and, and now I'm like, this, the last name's escaping me, uh, Cameron. Uh, what's his name? Cameron. Big hitter. Which one is it? Cameron uh, Dave. Cameron Smith or Cameron David? Which one's? No, no, Dave, uh, the, the one that, uh, not the guy that beat Rory at the Open, but he also had a really good Open. Um, no, he, uh, sorry, Seth Tagala played with, with Tom Hoagie. The okay, that's that's who he played with. So I'm way off on both of these. Good research, Matt. But either way, um, you know, I, I I would like to see them get a huskier fella. I, I think they they need to win one for the dad bods out there. You know, it's been a long time since Carl Peterson was out there, uh, you know, slinging rocks and stuff like that. So that's you know, I think a, a bigger guy like that. Um, I like Lexi. Lexi was going to be my one. You know, she's she's been with Puma for a long time, but like in terms of like being an athlete, uh, another one on the ladies tour, I've always kind of been a fan of Ryan O'Toole. She's another one that like workout warrior. Um, you know, she's one of the PXG folks out there. She's a former big break star. And you know, that's, that's LPJ. She won the Scottish open last year. So her game is trending up. She's been on tour a long time. Uh, and then I, I think Hovland is one. My brother's a huge Hovland fan. He's been wearing Roshi's. So that would be like a natural one. But I, I think the thing, the question was like, you know, is it anybody? And the guy's likable. I have nothing against him. And I think he would be a great addition to Jordan brand. 
because he's named after Michael Jordan. Um, and I do Nick think is, I, Nick is rolling over right now. <laughs> Nick is going to stop listening. We are going to get hate mail from Nick Spears tomorrow. Well, I got to find a way to get him back on by saying nonsensical stuff. So I won't yeah. even say it, but I think you guys can all figure out who I was about to say on that one. So, yeah. And I thought JT would have been like another good one too. Like, you know, he golfs with golfs with Jordan and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's a couple guys that, but right now, to be honest, like there's nobody in golf that screams to me like game changer right now. Yeah. Like, and it's just hard. And I think that's where, if anything, I'd probably save my money and sign Charlie because I mean, those two, like what a comedy act in the, in the press conference at the end, first of all, like the comedic timing is like second to none. They got the bits down yeah. pat, but think I, separate tiger from the kid right now. And just think about this. You had a 13-year-old kid. Everybody's got their eyes on him. He's wearing foot joys and a Snoopy hat. Everybody's got their eyes on him. His head. And and if you didn't know that his father was Tiger Woods, but you said, hey, there's this 13-year-old. He goes to the Nota Begay thing and just he's blowing people out of the water, right? He's crushing kids. I think that's the thing is he's not, though. He's not – it's hard. I don't want yeah. to pick on the kid. I don't want to like. We don't want to. I don't want to get into this. But he's not Tiger. Like he's no, not, he's not Tiger. But he's not winning events. But uh, it's also t- tougher because there wasn't a Tiger before Tiger, and thus then like some of these these golf events weren't these kids practicing every day and doing these things. Like the field is harder now because of his dad, but he's not winning like his dad. And that's just the hardest. I think that's what people are only going to look at for him getting a deal or anything like that is that there's not, there's not these wins coming in. He hasn't won like a, like a juniors yet. He hasn't won anything like that yet. Like I get that Scheffler had a crazy record in Texas, right? Like Scheffler was running around winning like a a tournament every three to four days as, as a junior. Right. Uh, I, I get that, but I guess my question would be: Do are some of us holding being Tiger's son against him? And I think if you if you said Tiger wasn't his dad, but his dad was a multiple major winner, and he's showing promise this early, like why not an NIL deal, right? And it and if an NIL deal is what's holding any of this stuff up, like like come on guys, like you've given contracts to way worse people <laughs> in the past, right? Like th- th- there's a lot of money, there's a lot of sunk money on stuff that didn't pan out, right? Like. What's, what's the big deal right now? Because I, I think that's the hardest thing. We should be talking about how cool those polos look, like I said. And instead, the whole focus is, think about this. We had a stretch. We were looking forward. He didn't play the hero, right? But he could have played the hero. We could have had him in the match, right? Rory is in shorts and Jordan won lows for the match. And he didn't find the heart. He didn't find it in himself to throw a bone to Nike and say, hey, Let's throw on something. Let's throw on a TW13. Let's throw on a TW retro that we've all been clamoring for. It's just a 12-hole night match. Like, if they haven't figured it out by now, there's there's something wrong going on here, guys. Like, you know, I, I know we've all been like – we kind of took our turn sounding the alarm bell through the different episodes. But when the match happened, a 12-hole exhibition match, all eyes on those four golfers, Rory's rocking a brand – so they, fought, they got Rory in a brand-new polo. They got him in a 2023 polo. Rory's rocking shorts and Jordans. Come on. Like something's yeah, was... rotten about the something something's rotten about the relationship. And, and if Nike needs to extend the olive branch to fix it, I think they need to do it. They, 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 you know, there is no Nike golf without him. Yep. And there will cease to be almost if they don't sign him. You know, like 
I don't think that Rory and Brooks and Jason Day and Tommy are going to carry that. Like, it's a good it, roster, but right. But I, I just you're just not going to. You're not. That doesn't move the needle. Also, stat correction. It was Cameron Young we were looking for. Not yeah, that's, that's the guy. Uh, that's the guy. Sorry. I had to, had you guys let sure. me say a couple words every now and then. I had Cameron Young pulled up right here. I'm like, Matt, look, Cameron Young. Because <laughs> the video I, proves it. I, obviously, Cam Smith, we don't want to talk about. He's the other person that no. mentioned that other no, tour. That, that uh, but the other one is Cam Davis. And Cam Davis is already a Nike athlete. So right. we yes. like uh, yeah. or just take all the Camerons. Cameron Champ, Cam Davis, Cam <laughs> Young. Like we just get all the Camerons. That's it. So last story. Uh last story I want to share, ask your guys' opinion. And then we'll go into Keith's final topic of the night. So this is the second to last topic. Scotty Pippen was on a podcast with Complex. And in the story, what he talks about is how some of his most popular shoes, the Nike Air Maestro, which was the like all red shoe that he wore in the 92 All-Star game. And it was like, it was like, oh my God, he's wearing all red shoes, right? Like, think about that. Like, that was the hot topic back then. And then there's the Nike Air More Up Tempo. That's the one that says A-I-R on the side. That shoe was never labeled a Pippin shoe. It was just the Nike Air More Up Tempo. Several people endorsed it. He was the most visible one. So he reveals in the complex that he gets no residuals from shoes like the Maestro and the Nike Air More Up Tempo because that's what Nike considers a statement shoe. Your name's not on it. You don't get residuals. You don't get royalties on those shoes. Okay. And I get why Nike does it because then later on down the road, say the athlete does something that's not to the public's liking. It's not forever linked to somebody. And Adidas living through that right now, right? Like you, you can easily sell the shoe and say that it was never connected to that person, but you don't pay them the royalties, but maybe the legacy helps it in the long run. So here's my question, my golf related question to you guys. Rory signed with Nike about a decade ago. We could have been on the Roars 10 by now, mm-hmm. right? We could have been on the Brooks four or the Brooks five. Do you think it hurts Nike that the Nike golf shoes don't bear the name of a player? I think there is too much precedent set by former athletes leaving that they won't, that that is why they don't do it. Agassi had a, had the, you know, very nice, the trainer shoe, you know, that Tinker did for him and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Agassi left. Um, Look at someone like a Dion or look at someone like that. Like, they have left even someone like Duval, who I thought would be like, you know, staff for, for life has, has gone. Um, and I'm, and then those are like all different pales of comparisons to someone like a Jordan or someone like a tiger. Um, but it's, it's hard because I agree with you, Matt. I think that like nowadays you see, okay. Kyrie's gone from Nike that's just going to be Jaws shoe. Like that's going to be John Morant's signature shoe now, right? They're just yeah. gonna, it may be a little bit different, but like you have John the, Morant. The word on the street He's is that you have the, Paul George on the roster there, and he, when it, has he done anything? And you've got a Zion, and you've got you technically still had a Mellow for a while. You have a LeBron. Like 
basketball just is different that you get like a signature shoe um yearly whereas like there's no in football there's no signature in soccer there's no like mbappe signature anything like that you know what i mean so mercurial uh, yeah i i just i don't know why basketball is different um but i just don't think the precedent is set enough to be like yeah this should have been the Rory. i mean other than tiger like this should have been the rory like two you know Mm -hmm. or something like that and I think Rory would have to have a little bit more input. I don't know if he does because we've seen Rory bounce around from a from a ninety to a Jordan one now at a thing to the obviously Roshis. Roshis and then the victories. So like, I, I don't know what if Rory has input enough or if they maybe they just haven't re, like offered him that part of the contract yet. You know, like I don't know. So um, I don't yeah, even well. know if I answer the question, but. No, it's a it's a really it's a really good thought process. Keith, how are you feeling about it? No, I I feel like I felt like there was always something in the works with Rory on a shoe. Like even when he you know he won his back to back or he won in 2014 with you know we finally winning with Nike clubs and you know maybe you saw like some leak or some proofs of the sh- his shoe the RMs you know or something like that. And I'm like, all right, here comes the next next wave of a T Dub you know series. So I wish if out of anybody, I think it sh- should be him to have a next signature shoe because he I he loved Nike because he loved Tiger growing up when he was a kid. Tiger was on his wall. He wore Nike all the time when he was, you know, up and coming over, you know, um, when he was just a kid. And I think Rory is due for a shoe i do i really think that i i believe that they don't work with him enough but i do feel like he does has has his input on the victory line i i do just like i think brooks had his his way with some of the infinity tour line a a little bit you know evolved a little bit from the first version of the infinity tour into a i think a more breathable more stylish you know on off course shoe the infinity tour i know you're not going to wear it because it has the plastic molded bottoms but definitely like the look of this year's infinity tour and the victory tour too um and then you know new new stuff's coming down the line for next year you know with the yeah with the shoe so so keith we're gonna go to your last topic but uh my last piece on this and the reason i think about this is that i think a name on a shoe helps the average person buy it for someone else or for themselves. Walk in and say, I want Rory's shoe or I want Tiger's shoe, right? And when you do have like a catalog like Nike's where you can say, oh, I'll walk in and I want, oh, the Air Max 90s are out. I want those or I want the Air Max 1s, right? That does make it a little bit easier. But like when my brother worked at, so my, for the, and we said it on the podcast, my brother works for PGA Tour Superstore. He worked for Golf Smith before that. Does anybody know what golf's Black Friday is? So we just had Black Friday here, the retail, right? Electronics, you know, I I think everybody's matured. We're no longer trampling over each other for a Walkman for $2, right? But Black Friday in the golf industry is what holiday you think in the spring? Well, I would think that it's like Masters Thursday or something. Close. What holiday is around Masters? What holiday? What national holiday? 
Easter. After Easter is Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day. And oh. the reason being oh. is that... Sorry, that I haven't experienced one of those yet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, boys. It's coming. But Guess what, thing Gumby? Thing. You don't get to go golfing on Father's Day. No, I don't. What the nope. heck? Nope. <laughs> well, you guys need to. You guys just need to share my my post about Father's Day on uh, with your wives. See, see what they say about that. I've got a famous post in the whiskey world that kind of makes the rounds. But, anyways, I, I still contend it's not that the dads don't love you in their life. They just don't want any gifts. They just want to be left. But f alone. There we go. So. But the thing is that the extra traffic is not generated by extra dads coming in because dads come in all the time for golf stuff. The extra traffic is generated by moms, daughters, sons, relatives that say, hey, Jim needs a new pair of shoes. Let's go walk up. Oh, do I want the FootJoy XJE 11.28 or do I want the Rory shoe? I know he likes Rory. I know he likes Tiger, right? Like it can't just be like one name on a, on a run of shoes. And I think they got the guy that could pull that off. So that's yeah. my last two cents about it as Keith takes us into the night. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt, on that. And yes, we're going to do the last question. And I, it's kind of a question I threw at the guys a little earlier, but it's just, you know, our years coming to an end with the podcast. And I have more than grateful for Gumby, Gumby letting me come on this podcast, you know, I chime in when I can to try to chime in between both of you guys. Holy crap. It's the hardest thing ever. And uh, He's not no, wrong. I just, I want to know what, what's yeah. our, what do you feel you personally for this podcast or, and the three of us, you know, what's our expectations for 2023? You know, what would you guys want? What's our next step? Do you think? Yeah. I, I, it's a great question. Keith, um, First off, StreamYard, we're on it. We're here right now. We're going to keep the podcast going. I think podcast is so much fun, and it's a great medium of listening and all that stuff, and we'll keep that format. Um, but we also just want to provide like a visual context, and maybe it's not the funnest looking out our faces um, for three hours, an hour, 45 minutes, whatever. Uh, but I think with StreamYard, it allows us to bring in some visuals and some other stuff too, which um, – you know, we do a good job describing stuff, but I think just some sometimes it's nice. And so uh, I'm getting on YouTube and seeing where that can go. Um, I don't think we are YouTubers. I don't think we will be YouTubers. We're not content creators, uh, anything like that. Um, but if the more monetization we can get on stuff, the better things we can do for you guys, the listeners. Um, and that's really, that's all we care about. It's, it's uh, I'll call it the Mr. Beast um, mentality. Anything that we make from this, uh, we will put into you guys, really, is what it's about. Um, there's not anything, we're not gaining anybody, we're not having paying for anything out of this for our families or anything like that. This is just purely fun, and, and we give back to you guys. So hopefully there's merch and all that stuff. Um, in the future, uh, there's more giveaways and more things. Uh, but next big giveaway... Uh, I can't do one until we hit a thousand on uh, Instagram. And so we are at 691 as of recording on a Monday night in December. Um, so get us to a thousand guys and, and see what happens. Cause I, I think we will, we'll go crazy with a giveaway for a thousand thousand is big in, in spa and in everything that we're doing. Um, and then I'd like to see, you know, 500 subscribers on uh, YouTube as well by the end of the year. I think that'd be really 
that'd be huge. Uh, I don't know if we'll get there. I don't even know if we'll get up on YouTube yet. Um, but those are my goals. Uh, lofty, um, but I believe doable. I got uh, – man, there's a couple here. Uh, individually, personally, I want to focus on my health, get healthy so I can get out and golf again. And, yeah. you know, I think part of that is so that I can go out and golf with you guys. Uh, we definitely – or long overdue for a round we were talking about like october september and then i just caught thing after thing after so thing i um, had a baby like it's so we had a baby and he had the baby so uh we're gonna get out there and play the four of us i think the other thing too is we definitely got to get around with blake and nick and i want to get back in the rhythm of and we kind of lost it midway through the summer i'd like to get back in the rhythm of you know just having more guests right so shout out to blake who came on nick who came on Justin Whelan who came on. We had some really awesome guests and we had some, uh, we got some people kind of mentioning us, uh, you know, might want to come on. Eventually I'm working come on. Come on, Cousteau. Come on, Cousteau. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Welcome to the golf industry, dude. Yo, I, I love that. Come on, love Roger. Golf. Come on. Join the Absolutely game. Absolutely love it. Thanks. So, yeah. I want those guys to come on tee up kicks with Chris. Uh, he's overdue, right? Like I've been talking to him. He's got to come on. I know he's, uh, I mean, dude, he's, he's representing for a lot of people whose voices are not being told right now. So, uh, yeah, he, I, you know, shout out to him. For I think there was him. a little bit of jealousy between me and uh, or Nick and I of, of him last year when we started this. And I think we realized like the, uh, I've realized more now that there is, there's uh, plenty to go around and that there shouldn't be jealousy. Sure. So let's share the wealth and, and help because yeah, I think he does do a really good job, and and he is. And we're gonna learn a little bit from him, I think, when he comes on about like uh, merchandise because he has some pretty strong merchandise of his own, um, which could be helpful for us as well in the future. So yeah. Uh, and speaking of merchandise, uh, I definitely want to bring that back, and we got to do a shout out, by the way, guys. For those of you that don't know, eight four seven customs did our ball marker, our very limited ball marker. So those of you that have it. Hey, this is not like limited run. And then I don't even have one. These guys don't even have one. These guys don't even have one. So shout out to everybody who has one of those ball markers. That was created by Eight Four Seven Customs. It's owned by Nick Kiefer, who's a former long drive guy. He's another guy that was. We kept trying to get him on, and we just we could never sync up. So we're gonna get Nick Kiefer on. Nick Kiefer also creates putters. His putter is called Crew Golf, and Cass Singh of the winning team at the PNC with his dad VJ. Roll the crew putter. So you guys have that connection to crew golf by having those uh, 847 Customs ball markers. So shout out to everybody who has one. There's only 10 of you. Justin Whelan's one of them. Yep. So shout out to y'all, man. Uh, Nick Spears Ryan. is the other one. Ryan. Yep, Ryan's got one. That's right. So shout out to everybody who has a ball marker. We'll try and do more cool stuff. So shout us out and see. I know 847 Customs was talking about like maybe divot tools and different crazy things. Um, you know, we got to be – we're trying to be respectful. We want to be careful. Stuff that that we design, we can't like yeah. necessarily like pull out a lot of a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff that's been getting away on Instagram. We're like, wow, how do you not get a cease and desist? We don't want to get a cease and desist. Right. Thank you. We love you, and we love all the fans and everybody that's been listening. So that's enough of my rambling, and I'm gonna end it right now. Thank you, and I'm gonna leave it with Keith. <laughs> that was good, Matt. Uh, I want all of us to get together. That's what I want. <laughs> Uh, the four of us with Nick, the three of us, get Blake out there, you know, get Justin Whelan on board, you know, something with a couple of his connections, you know. Maybe Justin. Talking, talking about jealousy, I'm probably the most jealous one on this podcast when it comes when I see posts online and stuff. I start flipping out. I start t- 
talking these guys out. We we have to talk. You guys don't know how much we have to talk Keith off a ledge here. Every about every other week, he's got something that we got to talk him off a ledge from. So that's why we don't let Keith see the stories where everybody's posting about Butchway. That's why I don't say too much on here. That's why yeah. you guys don't want to know the truth. <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, could uh, you guys, poor Keith, poor Keith, could you imagine Tiger's back hitting rope hooks? We oh. should be. We should be in zone dancing like Dion, high stepping yeah. from the 30, from our 30, 70 yards down, and it's just been a letdown. So this has been a, this is, must have been a tough season for you, Keith. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just want us to get together, brainstorm more. We can brainstorm more when we're all together. Let's meet up in Q's Gumby. Let's go to Turning Stone. That'd be our first destination. Get all of us there. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to keep going with the podcast. You know. You know. I don't want it to stop. I think it's a good thing that we do talk about. You know, all things Nike golf, Nike Jordan, you know, definitely Tiger. Hopefully some good news coming down the road with him. And it's just, you know, I love being a part of it with you guys. So, yeah. And I, I, um, I want to branch into a couple like outreaches of, of not just golf. I know we do a lot of golf, but that's very niche. We want to make sure that we're, we know a lot of people are getting into golf. That's great. Um, but we know that there's a lot of other things in, in Nike land, um, you know, there's there's soccer, there's football, there's basketball, baseball. Um, we could have a show on each topic, to be quite honest, for a month. We could go around the horn on, on our yeah. all sports month kind of thing. Um, and if that's what you guys want to hear, like like let us know. So, uh, but I think it would be nice to to expand our wealth of knowledge of Nike, not just to golf from golf, but into others uh, as well. So. Um, very cool, guys. Very good year. Exciting year. Um, any, any other last words before I wrap this this up with a bow, as we'll say in the holiday season? I'm done. I had enough for you guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Matt, any final words? Happy holidays. Happy hitting. And let's go, uh, let's go 23, Tiger. Awesome. Uh, Jen, it's been a pleasure all year. Um, remember, you guys can also become a supporter of the podcast. We're still doing that. Uh, we might even do subscriptions next year for extra specialty stuff. Anchor's giving us all these other options. So um, anchor.fm backslash the Swoosh Life podcast backslash support. I don't know. You've heard it eight times. I don't I don't remember anymore. I lost my post-it note that had my like my <laughs> read, my copy read. Uh, but with the holidays coming up, we're gonna post a story probably tomorrow when we post it. We want to know your wish list uh, of players or what is your Christmas list? Um, what are you asking Santa for for Christmas? What are you asking for Hanukkah? For Kwanzaa, all of that stuff. Let us know what you guys are asking for. And then after the holidays, show us what you got. Tag us in all those posts of what you picked up. I know that I have asked for the Canyon Rust uh, pants this year uh, for Christmas. Uh, I have asked for about a thousand golf gloves. Um, I didn't ask for balls this year, but I asked for golf gloves, Nike ones. So uh, let's see what you guys get, what you get out there. Do you get some quarter zips? Do you got some polos? Um, let us know after the holidays. Uh, tag us at the Swoosh Life Podcast on Instagram. Um, and so we can do that. Oh, here comes. Oh, uh, here's show and tell again. Matt. Hold on. Can I just say one thing? One more thing. Yeah. 
when we get hopefully this one is our first video air and i cannot wait for everybody to see matt's tags hanging from his armpits <laughs> yeah i know it looks like that man yeah <laughs> we got the tags on and he's rocking around in pajama pants like <laughs> love it so um yeah boys again really enjoyable year great year switch life podcast we're back we're here um we'll be back sometime probably late february early march um as we kick back into the to the season um i think we always come around back around uh yeah late february we'll we'll probably do uh um we'll come back for uh, oh (laughs) no why is it like arnie Super, yeah, no, Super Bowl weekend. What is it? Let's do a football oh, show. Oh, waste, thank you, Keith. Yeah, waste yeah. management. Yeah, so, um, gosh, I blanked on that hard. It's late, guys. It's like 11.52, and I'm a new dad. Like, me and Keith are. Yeah. When's your shift, Gumby? Uh, I, knock on wood, she sleeps through the night. So, uh, <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So, but, uh, I, I'm rambling. We're at an uh, hour and 48 right now of podcast content. Um, and I just can't thank you guys enough, the listeners out there and my partners in this um, and, and starting how we started this and kept it going and all that stuff. So we really hope you enjoy your holiday season um, and a happy new year on to 2023. Um, for Matt, for Keith, I'm Gumby. This has been the swoosh life podcast i was gonna try and do another christmas carol and then i messed it up so uh this has been the swoosh life podcast and we'll see you in the next one bye thanks for listening to today's episode make sure to go follow us on instagram at the swoosh life podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh and if you have any questions comments or business inquiries please email us at the swoosh life podcast at gmail.com And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes. Yeah, that's what I like. That's what we like. Yeah.